hi, welcome to No Whitey's Allowed. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, that's the name we've decided on. That was our first choice. <laughs> I mean, it just embodies everything that we kind of believe about life. <laughs> just no white people, please. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> yes, and so, yeah, that is all we're going to talk about. <laughs> How much we hate white people. How much we hate white people. I'm AJ. And I'm Amala. And do you want to go first? Introduce yourself? Yeah, so I am just a normal, regular black girl from Philly. Because <laughs> um, otherwise you're abnormal. <laughs> 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 okay. I'm just saying. Well, I'm so judgy, too. <laughs> Okay, normal black girl, talk, talk about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm just a girl from Philly. I'm a mommy. I'm young. I'm black. I'm a woman, a cis woman. And yeah, I work in this nonprofit industrial complex yeah. and the social justice movement. That's me. <laughs> and um, I think you forgot to say that we're in D.C., yeah, that's where I live right now. <laughs> yeah, and that's what, like, the show is going to be about a lot, I believe. Like, I don't know. Let's see where it goes. <laughs> anyway, I'm AJ, and I'm also in D.C. Um, Amala and I <laughs> met here, and I, too, work in um, a social justice space. I'm a woman. I came here from California, um, lived there, and studied there. But before that, I'm, I came from the Philippines, so definitely, yeah, immigrant. Um, a queer woman. I um, forgot to mention yeah. that. <laughs> she is also queer. <laughs> this is a queer-friendly space. And Californian, above everything else. <laughs> Californian, like... Which means that she's just bougie about Mexican food, basically. Um, you can't even say bougie, because the Mexican food that I like is, like, really cheap. <laughs> All right, so what do we want to talk about today? We can talk about the thing that happened on Twitter and in real life. Not not that I'm saying Twitter isn't real life. But it's not, though. Let's just be real. <laughs> there is a difference. It's- you know, between Twitter and virtual life. life, but it's still real life. It's um, still shaping conversations. That's yes, the most important yes. thing. It's a big conversation. And one of, so a big conversation that happened this week was hashtag say her name. <laughs> which. Um, you should turn all your devices <laughs> off on the recording. That's just like common courtesy. <laughs> well, this is our first podcast, so we don't know like the. Like, all the best practices <laughs> the etiquette <laughs> turn off all of your devices <laughs> anyways as you were saying say her name hashtag say her name um which is a conversation really highlighting state violence against black women because it's a conversation that we don't have enough i mean it's a conversation that i have every day quite frankly like i kind of hate when people say oh no one's talking about this because motherfuckers like me been talking about this <laughs> But is everyone talking about it? Like how everyone is talking about black men and black boys um, being killed by police? Are we also talking about black women being killed by police? And are we talking about all of the ways that the state 
enacts violence against black women. So it's not always physical violence, even though there are like cops raping black women and like sexually assaulting black women. Um, But it's all the other ways too, like mass incarceration, criminalizing domestic violence survivors, not believing rape survivors, not processing rape kits, um, gentrification. Like there's just like all these different ways. And um, Say Her Name was, it was a hashtag on Twitter, but it was also, like, a lot of protests and rallies and vigils um, across the country in major cities, so... Yeah. and I think there were, like, 21 cities that had an action. Which is, like, a lot more than I thought. I thought, like, it was, like, a dozen or so. But, yeah, let's... I yeah, could be wrong. really great. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so cities like New York, DC, New Orleans, Chicago, San um, Francisco, San Francisco, <laughs> which is like the most like the action of San Francisco is what we're really really interested in. But like you keep forgetting to live <laughs> San Francisco, <laughs> <laughs> which that was yeah the action that happened in San Francisco was so powerful. Um, basically, a group of about like a dozen black women cut off traffic in the financial district of San Francisco in rush hour and were bare chested to um, kind of evoke the African tradition of bare chest, meaning like a cry for freedom or um, meaning like a symbol of protest. And it was so dope. They also had like different um, statements painted on their bodies um, so some of them said to end infant mortality. Some of them said for female masculinity. Some of them said, I stand for black mothers. That's so cool. So again, like it's really touching on like all the different ways that right. black women are oppressed um, in this country and all the different ways that the state enacts violence, but also calling attention to the actual names mm-hmm. of the black women who like, they don't have all these big protests. They yeah. don't have all this national, nonstop media attention. Like, Rakia Boyd, Ayanna Stanley Jones. Tanisha Anderson, Natasha McKenna, Alexia Christian, Maya Hall, Lamia Beard. Yeah. There is yeah. just too I'm not about to, we're not going to sit here and name all yeah. the names. Yeah. But that's why the hashtag was say her name, because right. we're not saying their names. And, like, I've seen a lot of people say on Twitter and Facebook not saying their names is is violence violence. yeah yeah I was really happy because I got to go to an event in DC that was hosted by an awesome organization this was like a healing space for black women tell us more about it like what did y'all like talk about um yeah, definitely, like, I wanted to, of course, like, I always want to go to these, like, gatherings of social justice fighters, but, like, it was definitely for um, a space for young black women, so I'm not, I didn't want to intrude on that. I didn't want to be that, like, white guy who hijacks, <laughs> who hijacks the yes. megaphone in a black women rally, so. Yes, because that happens all the time. Yeah, it Best was fucking to me. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn whiteies. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad we stuck with that name. <laughs> For real. Because y'all need to know about yourselves. I'm just saying. But yeah, it was really amazing. We kind of, um, like, we sung together. 
we shared our experiences together. We just like affirmed each other, loved each other. And it was really like we meditated together. Like it was really just like a healing space. And I felt like 10 pounds was lifted, you know, just being around other black women and black trans women who were just like there to give love and to be their authentic true selves it just felt like a very in an inviting space but okay so no there were no white people taking over the microphone or the megaphone whatever <laughs> but i feel like this happens every fucking time i go to an event that is specifically for women or go to a space that is specifically for women and men are there, why does God. the man feel like as soon as the floor is open, he should be the first one to speak? Always. If somebody asks a question of the audience and you see that you're one of the very few men in right. attendance, let the women, like, why, why do you feel so entitled to speak first? I really want y'all to answer me that. Like, <laughs> men, I really need you to check yourselves. Please don't do that shit again. Like, if I'm in the room and, and it's for women, don't fucking speak until multiple women have had a chance to speak. Please. Please. God, you being reverse yeah. sexist, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Not all men. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> don't even. Okay, anyway, I think, like... I mean, if you have anything more to say about that, I think we can, like, turn to um, a thing, a conversation that we had this week about um, white fragility. And white pain. And white pain. Oh, my God. I'm like, please, please, Who please, coined please. that fucking term? It's, I don't, I don't know. I, <laughs> it was, this all started from <laughs> It wasn't even some in articles. The, yeah, like, so, like, I had sent out this article to, like, a bunch of, my friends and Amala was one of them and like I was saying like I think white fragility may be my new term like favorite term um but then I think you had like responded with something about person A's pain versus person B's pain so person A is well basically white people and person B would be um black well people of color or just like you know a dominant class versus like you know the not dominant class. <laughs> um, I think one of the articles that you had posted and wanted to like talk about was the fact that white people pain is invisible. <laughs> yeah, to, it was um, a fucking interesting ass. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I know, I know. I mean, like, um, people of color pain is invisible to white people, and like, white people are frustrated that people of color don't see white pain. <laughs> or and their pain like is invisible that. and that their pain is invisible so like the first per first question I had to ask was like what even is white pain what the fuck is that? <laughs> i'm sorry you're not getting killed you're like, not like your resume isn't getting passed over because it sounds so fucking ethnic like i don't know you're not getting followed in a a, a store like yeah in sacks or even just a store i'm sorry i got followed like in a Ralph's, which is, is Ralph's a thing here in D.C.? It's definitely a thing so. in Southern California. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah, and I got followed in there, and I'm like, do I look fucking threatening to you? I mean, I'm, like, I'm barely five feet, <laughs> and I am tiny, but, you know, brown. 
That's so weird. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it's... Oh, God. Anyway, so what were we talking about white pain? So it came down to this, like, I asked... So I posed a question, what is white pain? And you had said that white pain is, like, it's not more pain, but it's guilt. White guilt. So yeah. So it's, like, feeling... Bad. Bad. That you, that you benefit from white yeah. supremacy. Yeah. And, and that other you, people like, complicit are... in this right. system. That you didn't create. Right. And then, like, the couple of white people that we were talking to about it, I mean, I they had really great things to say about it, and I think it was, like, a moment of education, because, like... I'm like, someone said white paint. What? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm getting angry. Just whoever coined that bullshit. Our pain, especially, especially like black women today, like their pain is like trying to be just fucking alive. Whereas like to survive white, or yeah. just to like, okay. So at the Say Her Name mm-hmm. event, right? We read the names of like a lot, not all, mm-hmm. of a lot of That's black women. Of a lot of black women who were either killed or, you know, incarcerated unjustly. And I was, like, about to cry. Like, mm-hmm. it just felt so heavy. And something that somebody said after that, after we did that and we started talking was that they imagined that they had called their name in the list. That at any, like, any given day, I could be one of these fucking hashtags. Right. That's fucking pain. Right. Like, that's right. agony. That yeah. is rage-inducing. I'm glad, like, at the end of it, like, people recognize, those two colleagues of ours recognize that, yeah, like, white pain is, I'm sorry, that is not a thing. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, thing. let's not call it white pain because it's not pain. And they were like, really? Say more all that. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like... Okay, I mean, to be fair, they're still, like, oh, they're still sharpening their... I mean, I'm still sharpening my analysis, I think, so I think they're still doing Every day, job. yes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so we can move on to, like, a, um, I guess, a more casual and lighter topic. What about... Okay. So let's talk about dating <laughs> as a queer person. Oh, yeah. On OkCupid. Or, and, or like Tinder. Tinder. What is that shit you call it? Coffee Meets Bagel? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have like another story about that. But yeah, go ahead. Um, yeah, so okay, Cupid, Tinder. That's pretty much like what I've explored. But okay, so this is the thing. It's really not about this dating site. It's just about the fact that DC is small it's as fuck. Small. Like, I can't I mean, that's not fair go to say, two profiles without seeing somebody I know. Right, right, right. But I feel like it's not that DC is small. It's just that I think we have a very particular circle that actually get online. True, true. Or like even just the circle of people that you might actually be interested right. in because there are swaths and swaths and swaths right. of white women climbing a mountain like <laughs> on all these and dating like, apps. There's just so many of them. Yeah. I can't. Like, I'm and DC sorry. is like <laughs> DC is like a completely different element from any other city because like a lot of people are transplants who want to do who want to be yeah. in politics who want to be in like where we are we're in the nonprofit world social justice and politics um right there's all these fucking professionals basically yeah so it is, it's a different kind of space but basically like i said i can't go two profiles without somebody <laughs> i know Which especially is- <laughs> like i'm really specifically looking for black women like black queer women is like snapping snap <laughs> <laughs> 
I need to. <laughs> um, and so, like, the other day, I thought I had found, like, a black girl that was cool and we, like, seemed to bust it up. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I don't recognize you. You, you know, this uh-huh. could be cool. And so... Um, <laughs> I have never worked with you before. I've never seen you at a work function before. <laughs> right. I've never seen you out with people I know. Like, <laughs> this is great. And um, so... Is, I mean, side note, which is really annoying since, like, DC is, like, 600,000 people. Yeah. Um, anyway, go go ahead. This wonderful black queer woman. So we start texting about, like, setting up a date or whatever. And then I go to say her name event. This is like oh this my gosh, week. She was there. <laughs> so this is the thing, though. I didn't even know it was her. So like, <laughs> so I'm like, okay. So I'm like at the event, and I see this girl that I had classes with at Howard, and I'm like, at the after the event. So she was like, oh, it's funny I'd run into you here. And I had no idea that this was the same girl that I was just <laughs> talking to from OKCupid. Okay I thought that she recognized me uh-huh. from Howard. Uh-huh. And then so what I was like, I was like, oh hey, how have you been? And she was like looking at me like, what? oh my god, what are you oh talking about? God. And then I don't know. Somehow we got separated. And like right after the event, um, we were texting, and she didn't mention it. Like she was right, just right. going on. Like I was like, yeah, so you want to go to this place? And we were talking about Thai food and like best Thai uh-huh. dishes, blah blah blah. Uh-huh. Not once did she mention, oh yeah, I just saw you at Maybe this she fucking knew event. That you- she knew that you I'm sorry she she thought that you knew maybe <laughs> I don't know and so then I go back to look at her picture and I remember that her name is the same name as this girl that I remembered from okay. like a class in Howard and I was like hold the fuck up okay. I was like did I just meet you oh at my the fucking god library did you say that like you asked me yes. did I just meet you <laughs> Oh my god. And then I was like, You are too awkward. (laughs) I was like, If not, I'm sorry. Because I didn't know if it really was her. Like, what if it wasn't her? Because I would have been actually just relieved if it actually really wasn't someone that I knew. Okay, but to be real, like, was she, you know, your first impression of her in person, was she cool? No. No? I mean, she was cool, like, as a person, but, like, not necessarily attractive, like, in her demeanor. But, like, in her pictures, she looks. Like confident, confident, right? Okay, but she was in person. She doesn't really come off that way, right? Oh, okay. So that's happened to me so many times. I mean, they are these are pictures. <laughs> so. True. You just kind of imagine that they're like in their best right. selves. But anyway, I was like, I just funny. met you, and then she was like, Oh my god, I knew that you didn't know who I was. <laughs> she was like, I was like, What? Oh my god, I'm so sorry. She's like, Oh, it's okay. I didn't make myself known. I should have said something. And then I was like, I thought you remembered me from Howard. She was like, Holy shit, I knew I knew you from somewhere. And Holy I was just shit. Like, what? Yes, yeah, so she was she went to Howard? Yeah, we had was- class together. That oh. just shows you how small DC is. Like I mean, okay, it's not that to okay uh, no okay fine yes small <laughs> like, in a way that's like I think people are not gonna like like I said like our circle is very particular so anyone who doesn't isn't familiar with DC like I mean we're all in social justice so yeah. we're all in the progressive space which I really resent I, re- I really don't like that word um <laughs> progressive progressive it's oh god it's so ugh, it's so white and I'm like 
Yeah. So no, we're gonna ban that word since yeah, no white is allowed. Right. <laughs> we're not gonna say we're in the progressive. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So like, of course, you connect even online because you two went to Howard. Clearly, you're invested in like the movement since you both were in the same yeah. healing event and that's what, exactly and then so be glad <laughs> but i'm like kind of i don't know why i'm not glad and she does seem cool so like we're still gonna go out on a date or whatever like right. <laughs> so we'll see how it goes but i was just kind of disappointed that like i knew her oh okay like, Ugh, another person that i actually know like no okay i just want a wider dating pool um okay yeah but okay to be real uh, okay, I myself am on OkCupid as well, and I'm on Tinder, and I, like, the things that I filter for are, first of all, age. I mean, not... not you filter for whiteness, like... Oh, I know, no, I'm saying, <laughs> I'm about to get that, I'm about to get there. I have age, so I only date people in their 20s, and older than me, like, hell no, I'm, like, gonna date a college kid. Anyway, um, oh, which I, oh my god, I have a story. <laughs> Anyway, sorry, age, height, because I'm a tiny person, and most especially, actually, that was number one, was ethnicity. So, like, I check off everything, like, Asian, Pacific Islander, Black, Latina, like, everything, everything. Um, Except white. Except white. But then I still see so many fucking white people show up that are like, I'm white and Latina. (laughs) I'm white and Asian. And I'm like, you're just white sorry oh no okay we should have a guest a biracial guest so like (laughs) we can talk about this (laughs) anyway um yeah but like so I do that and literally I'm not even I'm not exaggerating I get like maybe 12 people on okcupid yeah no it's like the same five people that keep showing up and I'm like fuck so I just disabled my account and like Oh, I did yeah. go back to it, though. I was like, maybe there's some new people. And then I found this new girl. Good. And I was like, awesome. Mm. But then it turns out we had classes together. Which, <laughs> not a bad thing, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, I haven't found anyone um, online yet. When I'm bored, of course, I'm on Tinder. Um, and, like, my friend just, like very much noticed that I kept swiping left on any white girl. <laughs> like, any white girl at all. <laughs> oh, no. When I want to talk about, like, the college kid. Oh. Nothing happened. Like, nothing happened. It's just, like, I, I already told you about this. Like, I was, I was at a bar. Have I ever heard about this story? No, no, not, no. Like, so I was at a bar on 8th Street. Um, which bar was I at? I was at Red Rocks. I, I do that. I go there all the time. <laughs> Um, and I was, like, celebrating with my former co-workers who were celebrating, like, the downfall of, um, <laughs> of one of their former colleagues. <laughs> anyway. Wait, what? I don't, I don't want to get into it. Oh. Like, this is a small space. This is a small space. Yeah. Um, anyway. Um. I like how you put it, though. <laughs> stop, stop. I, I don't know if I should, even should talk about this. Anyway. Nope. So I was, we were on the roof and like we were about to leave, but like I guess I was watching this girl across the roof. Like I was watching her and I think she noticed because like she wasn't shocked at all when I came up to her and like asked for her number. I don't even remember what she looks like. (laughs) I mean, I don't. All I know is like I thought she was pretty. That's it. Um. I don't remember her face. I don't know if I'm going to remember her if I even see her again. But anyway. 
And I was drunk. I mean, actually, I wasn't that drunk. Like, it's just I got really high off my ass. Like, <laughs> so, like I don't remember much. Anyway, so I, I came up to her and I had already a suspicion that she was deaf because like she had like typed something on her phone to like order at the bar. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was her or her friend. So I'm not sure. Anyway, so, like, I came up to her and tapped her on her shoulder, and, like, I was talking to her, and, like, I was just saying, I was asking for her name. She, like, gestured to me that she can't understand me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I start, I typed on my phone. Like, it was a good and new experience. Yeah. Because, like, oh, you're hitting on someone on your phone. <laughs> yeah. While they're there. <laughs> anyway, so, like, I mean, I feel like I've done that at concerts before mm-hmm. where it's, like, so loud that you can't even right. hear each other talk. So, right. like, it's a thing. Right. But, like, not someone, like, oh, I really want to go up to this person and yeah talk to them. Did um, she go to Guy You Debt? That's the thing. I'm, like, why didn't it register to me that yeah. she goes? <laughs> oh, yeah. So, anyway, so I started texting her. The only concern that I had was, like, how is communication going to be a thing because like I don't know if her lip reading is very good and I can't I can't Mm -hmm. sign so I was talking I was asking like other people like like okay what should I do on that first date but it slowly dawned on me that she is still in college like she said yeah I go to guy deck so Mm -hmm. I'm like oh okay and then I'm like oh god you're young that's not that young. I'm sorry. She was in a bar, so she was, like, you know, old enough to get in a bar, yeah. probably. Um, <laughs> probably. <laughs> she better had that fake ID. <laughs> I mean, college kids. <laughs> um, anyway, so, like, she said, hey, I, I said, hey, can we meet up um, on the weekend, like, immediately on that weekend? And she said, I would love to, but I can't because I have to go see my parents for three weeks. And I'm like... What? I'm like, girl, that is summer vacation. (laughs) You are a junior in college. I'm like, I can't do this. Like, like I said, I like older women. I just like older women. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) she was somebody with experience. So, like, I like got all like the important questions out of the way. You know, what's your name? What's your number? Are you queer? Do you want to go out? And like, cool. But then, oh, shit. Somehow you didn't get You're the You're an undergrad. She was in college still. Yeah. I, I was How do you think, out. like, older women are going to feel about you, though? I'm sorry. I, I am a working woman. <laughs> <laughs> I have an income. <laughs> I, have, I pay taxes. I, it's a full-time job. Um, she probably got an internship. Don't be Whatever. <laughs> I'm just... You know what she she was texting me during the day, like during the work day, which I was like, this is kind of weird. Like I don't get that from yeah, people I've been texting. Working. Yeah. <laughs> and then she said, Oh, um, oh, I asked her, how are you? Like she says she was getting on a plane with her friends. And I'm like, to me, my interpretation of that as a working woman who like actually traveled. Right. I said, Oh, okay, so she's traveling for work. <laughs> I said, oh, cool, where are you you headed off to? She laughed and said, I meant I was getting high. And I'm like, it is 4 p.m. It was 4 fucking p.m. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, and then I'm just like, I just stopped texting her. Like, I I felt bad doing that because, like, I don't, like, just slow fade, like, on people. I I don't cut them off or anything. But then my friends tell me, like, I just have a tendency to just 
keep going like, <laughs> like yeah or just like do things that you're not like yeah. super into you yeah play yeah. if it's something to do or something so I'm like okay fine I'll just I'll stop texting she did text like a couple times though mm-hmm. to like check what's up um but yeah all she told me she was she was a good sport about it she told me like it was nice meeting you holler <laughs> damn i don't think i've ever like ended a, like one of my dating things like that like <laughs> goodbye i won't ever talk to you again right like oh, fuck that's awkward <laughs> i really think that i should like text her though like to say i'm sorry that was messed up like i, I like i actually feel kind of guilty about it that was messed up i don't want to like just yeah. Disappear off the face of the planet. It's just that I'm sorry. I don't want to, like, be 21. <laughs> yeah. So. That's true. We, I mean, we should date more so we can have, like, things to talk about on this podcast. <laughs> I already got, like, 10 stories. <laughs> Maybe we should transition. Transition. Um... So I got here, we were recording at Amala's place, and I got here on a Lyft. It's such, it's such a prolific thing, right? Lyft, Uber, ride-sharing in the major city. Yeah, I um, do it way too much. Oh, yeah. I think, I'm like... I'm very spoiled with it. Like, most of my money goes to Yeah, I feel like <laughs> I should have, like, a section on my taxes, like, Uber slash Lyft. Right. How much did you spend on that last yeah. year? Like... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I was telling her, like, I had a good driver, which is, like, really rare. And when I say good, I mean, like, not problematic. He or she didn't talk about my race. <laughs> um, didn't ask, like... What are you? Yeah, didn't ask where I'm from and tried to relate really to me, which is, like, this is the thing. Like, people try, as a person who is very clearly either an immigrant or, like, a relatively new immigrant. Um, I'm not saying, like... I mean, there are Filipinos who have been here, like, three, four generations, so... Anyway, as that person, you are always... People try to... People think that their way into your friendship is through your ethnicity. (laughs) Yeah, That's, like, a... I feel like that's a white attitude, though, right? Because, like, (laughs) they want to feel a connection to your culture, I guess so. I mean, like, it's different. Like, I I also get it from, like, people of color. Like, I mean, not people of color, but, like, um, I get it from immigrants. Mm -hmm. It's still different because they they do other you, but in a different way. It it has more of a, like, kind of a fraternity. Right, like, like, I share that same experience kind of thing. Yeah. So I think, like, the last bad driver that I had... Actually, no, let's not talk about the last bad one. The last bad one was pretty bad because he said, gay people are so dramatic. Why are they dramatic? Do you think they're dramatic? And I'm like... What? (laughs) And, like, he was talking to me and my roommate who are both queer women. I didn't know even know what to say. Like, I just... I always get caught so off guard when someone says something awful when it happens 100% of the time. I know. (laughs) I just... That's more so for me, like... I'm just, do I even really want to go there right now? Like, mm-hmm. do I want to expend that energy right, right now? Right. Or, like, if I'm drunk or something like that, then it's probably more so, like, how hard am I about to go on you? <laughs> <laughs> like, but. Yeah. But, so, I 
it was like a weekend. I wanted to go to a Chinese buffet with a bunch of my friends in, I'm pretty sure it was in Virginia mm-hmm. or Maryland. I'm not sure. <laughs> you know, one the MV of the DMV. <laughs> so I got a lift because I am so late to everything all the time. And it was this guy who was cool. Like he's cool in a, you know, friendly and polite. Mm-hmm. But then he asked me my ethnicity, and actually he asked where my parents are from, which is, oh, okay, okay, that's a little bit better than where, where are you from. Um, but still, you're trying to get to the same Oh, yeah, thing. definitely, definitely. But You're like, just doing it slyly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and like the recognition that, you know, oh, just because you're not very born. clearly white or very clearly black American, like you can be born here. Yes. <laughs> um, anyway, so, and I said, oh, God, here we go. Um, <laughs> so I curtly said my parents are from the Philippines. And then he asked me if I knew this Filipino friend of his, this one what? girl. Hey, my friend, this girl, do you the know fuck? her? I don't know if you know her. And I'm like, Was I didn't laugh. No, he wasn't actually. He was, um, he was an Ethiopian immigrant. Mm. Um, and like, but it doesn't matter. It happens with everyone. And like he, all I said was, there's a lot of Filipinos here. I don't think it works that way. That's (laughs) all I said. I would have been like, so do you know my one Ethiopian friend? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, I just shut up. Like after that, like I was just cold for the rest of the ride because like, and then he, he, he noticed that I was really irritated. Mm-hmm. But, so he kept, like, trying. He kept trying. And it's on no. the same goddamn topic. Like, it's about me being Filipino. Mm-hmm. And, oh, and he said, are you sure you're pure? What? Filipino? Wait, what? Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, sir. I'm purebred. Fuck what you. <laughs> and, like, I hope he didn't try to hit on you. No, I don't know. But he was saying, he was asking, like, because I can see a little bit of Chinese in you. How the fuck you do you know? You are so gross. What? I can you see a little so bit of Chinese gross. in you. You are so gross. What? What does that even mean? Oh, God. And, like... Like, what are Chinese features? <laughs> anyway, like, it <laughs> was... It was, like, a long ride. It was, like, a 30-minute ride, probably. Uh, Oh, yeah, because you are all the way out to Maryland or Maybe 45. I don't even know with traffic and stuff. I was cold, really cold. Um, Part of the time, I wasn't even, like... Hmm? He ain't even had a heat on. He got the nerves to be asking you about about your ethnicity. (laughs) I'm like, yeah. Like, you asked me, is the temperature good enough? No. (laughs) (laughs) anyway so and then like it just kept like progressively getting worse like I thought at one point I was like becoming friendly again because like he was talking about like real people things and not you know oh I'm talking to this very foreign looking woman I should talk about foreign things I know about that foreign (laughs) land and um yeah but then it got worse like he was saying he was asking if I was thinking about marriage, but in a very heteronormative way. And I'm mm. like, mm, something about finding a man. Uh. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> and then it's always like this, do you want to ruin the ride for everyone? Like, do you want to like make it like 
awkward as fuck for both parties the entire ride? Or do you just shut up and, like, not engage them? Right, or, right, exactly. Because, like, you can just choose to ignore them and just go on about your life, right? Or saying something back, like, they're not just going to automatically get it. They're going to fucking argue with you. They're going to, like... And I'm just like, do I feel like going through that right now? Do I feel like going through that trauma? Right. No, I fucking don't. Yeah. Mr. Uber guy. (laughs) And that was the first time I rated a rideshare driver, like, low. And, like, I like that um, it has a comment section. So, like, I actually rated him a three out of five, I think. Because, (laughs) like, just for the fact that it was polite and the ride was smooth, I guess. (laughs) Um, no accidents. <laughs> but yeah, comment section was I said, Oh, cool and sweet dude who talked too fucking much about my race and ethnicity. <laughs> you know what's sad? They're not gonna look at that comment and say, hmm, that's a problem. They're just gonna be right. like, oh, fuck. I think we People should like start a petition to like Uber and Lyft. Can you please like get your your get your people, yo. Get your people. I feel like there are so many petitions against Uber <laughs> that we could start. Like, I mean, they're creepy ass drivers that be raping people, but or like hitting on people. Like, okay, so talk about. You said you rated him like a three out of five, uh-huh. and there was this one guy who was so fucking creepy. I was scared as shit. This is in the middle of broad daylight, so God. it wasn't even late at night. I wasn't drunk or anything. Right. And, like, the whole ride, he's just saying stuff like, oh, sweetheart, da-da-da-da, sweetheart this, pretty lips that. Uh. And then when I get to my destination, he's like, oh, so how long are you going to be? And I was like, what? Ew. Like, Ew. bye. And he's like, no, I'll wait for you here for you to go back. And I was like, no, and thank you. And they're cute when, like, you're scaring the shit out of them. Right. I'm like, no, <laughs> absolutely not, sir. <laughs> like, absolutely not. You will not wait. Right. He's like, can I? Can you get my number? Are you going to text me? And I was like, Which happens to me, no. too. Oh, my God. No. But then you know what the bad thing was? Was that, like, as soon as the thing came up for me to rate him, like, I just automatically dipped five stars. This is, like, a habit for me. And I was like, fuck, no. I wanted to report your ass. Like... <sighs> oh god yeah every time i ra- rate uber or lyft like i always give them like five stars as long as like they didn't say anything problematic <laughs> like <laughs> but i feel like oh god like that's the baseline one star should be because you're nice you know like yeah you have to be above and beyond that <laughs> uh i don't know how long have we we've been talking but it's been a while yeah it's been a while okay <laughs> but anyway we should sign off yeah so you can expect to hear from us every two weeks. Yeah, maybe That's... two weeks. So we decided on that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but you're going to hear from us on the regular. Um, yeah. I hope you enjoyed that. It was really just us talking about our week. <laughs> yeah, this is just what we do. So I hope that you liked it. And we'll listen again. Bye.